This is the Cosplay for Christ podcast. I'm Jess, your host, and I'm here to encourage and strengthen Christians in the cosplay world, to speak truth in love, to embolden fellow believers, to live proudly, showing the love of Jesus Christ in their circles, and practical tips and tricks for my cosplayers out there. All right, come on, let's do this. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Jess with Cosplay for Christ. This is our last day of our Oh Come Let Us Adore Him Advent reading plan by Paul David Tripp. This has been fun. This is our seventh day. It is Christmas Eve. Welcome, welcome. We are rocking and rolling in the Luttrell household right now. We are getting, well, we're getting ready for church. We're, I'm prepping a turkey to be smoked because we're hosting Christmas Eve dinner, brunch, lunch, I don't know, liner, <laughs> whatever you call it. My family's all going to go to church this morning, and then we're going to go home and cook a bunch of food and then eat and then open presents with my in-laws. And then we will have Christmas with our family, just us, tomorrow for Christmas, Christmas. So we are excited in the household. There's just stuff we got to do. So let's get to this last devotional. Okay, here we go. In his infinite wisdom, God knew that the only thing that could rescue us from ourselves and repair the horrendous damage that sin had done to the world was not a thing at all. It was a person, his son, the Lord Jesus. God's response to our rebellion was to give us himself. He is the great redeeming, transforming gift. He is the rescue. He is the forgiveness. He is the restoration. He is the life, hope, peace, and security. There is no salvation apart from him. There is no deliverance from the presence and power of sin apart from him. There is no restored relationship with God apart from him. There is no new heaven and new earth apart from him. There is no end to sickness and suffering apart from him. There is no defeat of death apart from him. There is simply no such thing as redeeming grace and all that it means apart from the willingness of God to give himself in the person of the Messiah, Jesus. Jesus is the grace of God given to sinners who cannot free themselves from the death grip of sin. The Lord of Lords, one of incalculable glory, humbles himself and takes on human flesh and blood. The creator, in a way that boggles the mind, becomes the created. The one who made a perfect world now exposes himself to a world stained with imperfections. The judge of all things places himself under judgment. The one who deserves worship becomes the lamb of sacrifice. The one who deserves everyone's love subjects himself to being despised and rejected. The one who owns all things lives with no place to call home and no place to rest his weary head. In sovereignty and with power, God would respond to the sorry condition of his world. With holy authority, He would deal with the image bearers who had turned their backs on him. Yet he would deal with the ravages of sin, not with tools of judgment, but with a single tool of grace, Jesus. Without his life, death, and resurrection, grace would be a sentiment devoid of any helpfulness. Without the gift of Jesus, grace would be a promise with no power. 
without the presence, life, and work of that baby in the manger, there is no light at the end of the tunnel for sinners. There is no happy ending for rebels. There is no home waiting for the lost. There is only darkness, defeat, judgment, and death. This season, in the midst of all the celebrations and gift-giving, be careful to remember that the center of what we celebrate is the one game-changing, life-altering, hope-giving reality. Grace is a person, and his name is Jesus. And the scripture for today is Hebrews 1, 1 through 4. It says, Long ago, God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. And now in these final days, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance, and through the son, he created the universe. The son radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God, and he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he has cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. This shows that the Son is far greater than the angels, just as the name of God gave him is greater than their names. And in Luke 2, I'm just going to put this in here. It's not in the, it's not in the devotion, but it's kind of cool. Luke 2, 8 says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. Well, guys, I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for following along with me these past seven days. I wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Be blessed. Know who you are in Christ and take ground for the kingdom. Merry Christmas, everyone.